Sweet, yo guys, what is happening? You are tuned in to Smart Self Growth with myself, Jan, as always, here with you today to talk about a nice topic, and we are going to we are going to talk about procrastination this week. Jan, how are you doing? I'm well, and you, Marius. I'm lucky, man. Yeah, let's get straight into it. So, yeah, what is procrastination? Well, uh, procrastination is not having enough motivation to, you know, overcome the bad habits or lack of discipline. God and um, many people connected to lack of willpower, but it's not really that. It's it's actually much more deeper. Um, from the research, it shows that. It's called intrinsic motivation. And if you don't have intrinsic motivation, uh, basically what intrinsic motivation is, it's more like a vision and a purpose for your life. And that drives you forward. It becomes a journey. And you're more focused on the journey instead of the the end destination where um, the setting of goals is important, but that can't be your main drive to do something. And other types of motivation like uh, putting things off and then having a huge amount of stress build up so that you eventually do the thing that you need to do Um, that is also not a healthy way and it eventually leads to not being very satisfied and happy uh, with what you're doing yeah that makes uh, total sense so from my understanding, also, it's uh, it's not laziness because you would think that it has some sort of a resemblance to laziness. or Yeah, it's not really laziness. Um, I do think that people that procrastinate feel in some kind of sense guilty that they are lazy. But it's not really um, laziness. It's more like a, a, a kind of a bad habit that after putting a few things off, you uh, you actually just get into a, like a routine, you know. Um, let's say you need to. Many people's working from home at the moment, so you have to maybe write a report or some kind of um, feedback, or you need to do some kind of project uh, on your computer. But your your normal routine would be to postpone that and rather start watching videos instead, and eventually you'll end up getting anxiety from that. And and this is actually a, a big pitfall in terms of kind of routines that, uh, that you implement. Like if you, for instance, you can justify it by, now I'm doing research, but then you keep on doing research and research and research and you never get to the point of actually doing the thing that you need to do. That also becomes the routine. So instead of, doing the job you just keep on researching it so in terms of a lazy person is someone that doesn't really even think about doing anything where uh, someone that procrastinates is someone that uh, obviously lays out a plan thinks about what specific thing they need to do and then eventually uh, hopefully does it or might delay it for a long time where again someone that that's lazy just doesn't think about doing anything really just never gets to it because there's no thinking of doing the actual thing yeah, or that, just a bare minimum to get through, you know? Just so it's just, just good enough, but it's actually not good enough. Yeah, like at work, you're just uh, doing just enough to get by at work, not really doing anything, um, which is, you know, what lazy people do. They just 
Uh, yeah, obviously they look busy. Clock out at the end. <laughs> Not really. I think I don't even. Uh, lazy people don't look busy. I think lazy people are easily identified because they just don't want to yeah. do things. And I, you can't as well. I don't believe that someone that that's physically inactive at work or is lazy at work, all of a sudden becomes this person with great ideas and wants to start doing things uh, in real life. I mean, you you might get one or two of those exceptions, maybe, but. It's really hard to to think about it like that, uh, to envision someone being like that. Yeah, it's a mindset adjustment that needs to uh, take place. I mean, I get the fact that you, when you're at work, you you know you don't you try not to bring things from home to work and vice versa. However, when it comes to an actual thinking process, there's going to be yo. I'm thinking they're going to be the same, like straight copies of it. Like your thinking process at work will be your thinking process at home. If you're lazy at work, you're going to be lazy at home. Yeah. And vice versa. I don't. Yeah, definitely. And Because um, I always also tell this to, uh, you know, to people at work. It's like, look, I just don't believe that all of a sudden when the clock hits five or six or whichever time you knock off, all of a sudden you are this energetic person that's now going to go and achieve goals and, and do things and, you know, plan this and plan that. <laughs> but at work today, you were just like a zombie. Like, how does yeah. it work? So... But yeah, so I mean, it's it's a yeah, good. No, uh, maybe they maybe they they become not maybe goal orientated, but they like really um, party animals in, in in a sense, or they would be social creatures rather than um, instead of being goal driven. Yeah, look, of course, there's going to be uh, other motivations for it. So it could be that they they're rather chasing they're rather chasing the fun. Uh, and the thrill of life instead of actually doing the the hard work and and the tools uh, we're know, looking at today will showing be some grit. Yeah, that's true. So how do we how do how do we get to how do you start um, solving this problem of procrastination? How do we stop procrastinating to stop procrastinating? Well, I mean, we're looking at. Uh some tools that's going to help us do that. Um, and the tools we're looking at today will be uh, personal vision, uh, what, like, what to do today as the next step. And then uh, so personal vision is just you literally um, deciding which path you're going to take, um, what you're going to prioritize and help you better understand your skills Understanding what motivates you and then, of course, how you'll be able to uh, maintain your discipline and how to just be productive every single day. Uh, you look at uh, to do today. So that's just a, a list that you would. Um, so usually a lot of people like have this long list of to do things and that can be very tedious. And, you know, it just if you look at the list, it's very depressing because it, it can become long. So. You literally, you take that list and then you prioritize what are the important things that you have to absolutely do. You just try to make it as short as possible so that you don't have too much to do because that usually uh, adds on to the procrastinating happen because you just, again, just see this list and you're like, you know what, it's so much to do. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. And then eventually you never get to that. But where if it's a little bit shorter, it's much easier. You're like, oh, I only have these three, four things to do today. That's not bad. Let me go do that. Learning new habits. Uh, obviously for your own personal development and that will help you along the line uh, eventually to achieve your goals easier. Yeah, just creating healthy habits, 
or try to establish healthy habits, which we've spoken about, uh, which takes about two to three months to develop. And of course, these habits will be built around what you're trying to achieve, which we've also spoken about. So once again, you guys can go check out that uh, podcast we did on habits. Um, yeah, just uh, the habits will motivate you further to achieve everything that's on your to-do list um, and make it easier. The last one is a meeting with myself and Jan. I believe you'll be looking at that one. Yeah, well, it's uh, me time or you time, whatever you want to call it. Um, so it's basically having a meeting with yourself and uh, you're just going to do some long-term planning, um, you know, review what you've achieved so far, where you're heading, um, and just to kind of keep yourself updated on, just to see if you're on track with what you're trying to achieve with your personal growth and um, work-wise and all that kind of goals that you are setting with yourself. So it's just, uh, you're just going to check if you're you're improving. So another approach that I came across was um, one from Attitude mag.com and it's like a 12-step program they kind of address it in the same sense that you would any kind of addiction and stuff like that and it is quite interesting because you do tend to create certain what you're saying yeah that you can become addicted to uh, procrastinating no it's more like addiction is more like a, a very strong habit that you need to break and there's other underlying things that's that's causing it so um first thing would be like a 12-step program is but which procrastinating can become that habit yeah well procrastination is that is there's that habit that you that you kind of try and break it's a bad habit that you want to break um so so there's some sort of a link between the bad habit of procrastinating and addiction but it's not it's not the same but there is some sort of a link yeah, there's there's a kind of a general theme that you can take from it, like uh, nicotine anonymous, alcoholics anonymous, uh, gamblers anonymous. They all have like a twelve step program in terms of breaking up the different tasks and delaying certain things um, just to break certain habits. So we're trying to break the habit of procrastination, and the first thing that we're going to try and start to do is to actually admit that we have a problem of procrastinating Um, as soon as you can identify the problems procrastination is causing you um, that's going to give you that first step in 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 moving forward we just talked uh, quickly about how to sort of overcome that procrastination and in ways to manage it but you know you you can actually try and plan and and see um, what's going to happen to you? What what kind of future problems will you be um, experiencing if you keep on procrastinating? And uh, the only way that you can end up with a with a happier ending is if you change your procrastination habit and you know kind of review that in the sense that how will things be different for you when once you've actually achieved not being a procrastinator? And you have to be uh, willing to like start doing it from um, from scratch because it you, you have to try a new approach. So that that would be the the first group. That's three themes of um, honesty, open faith, and then the second group would then be steps four to seven, which is courage, integrity, willingness, and humility. 
Um, so you would go and start making a list of the things that you are putting off and why you're putting it off and what's the feelings that you're feeling and what kind of situations you are in and um, you know try and accept those things and take responsibility for the things that you can control and don't let the things that you cannot control um, like ruminate in your in your mind just accept accept it as it is yeah that's of course also a very important thing because um usually what i found is when you do eventually start worrying about the things that you can't control it adds a lot more stress to your everyday life so it's also uh, can be unhealthy especially mentally if you start adding unnecessary stress and actually found that accepting that there are things that you cannot change and focusing on the things that you can um, actually helps in long term uh, it's not an easy fix it doesn't get fixed immediately it's not something that you can overnight achieve but if you really start thinking about it and become aware of listen i try to control things that's not within my control you realize it and then you start working on it and eventually get to that point where you're a little bit less stressed about it and eventually sometimes you even feel like look i don't even worry anymore which is is that normal uh, maybe i've become this careless person but you really haven't you've just now gotten to a place where you're not worrying about those things that uh, doesn't deserve uh, that worry yeah it's it's a good space to be in and as long as you just don't think that look um, i've become this careless person because there's obviously a difference between someone that doesn't care anymore or someone that just doesn't focus and doesn't worry about the things they cannot control you would get a lot of people that would say look but now oh you don't care anymore or you don't do this it's like no look i care but i'm not worried about it so that doesn't mean i'm careless now because i can't change it Mm. it's like i've accepted the fact that i can't change it yeah and i'm going to focus on the things that i can change so that's the for me in my opinion that's something that i've also yeah come to terms with in the last few months uh, since we've been uh, obviously discussing all these many topics that's also something i've been working on that it's actually worked a lot and i feel less stressed and uh it just also helps you refocus to something that's more important easier yeah that's true man uh, because sometimes it also takes your time away it's like you know what i've spent half an hour hour thinking mm. about this thing and you've actually realized that you've wasted time now you're like look oh it's one of those things again you know what i can't control it and immediately you back focusing on the thing that you can do so it also saves a little bit of time yeah um in the long run which is very important because you know time is productivity so yeah time is important i just want to backtrack a little bit um in terms of recognizing when you procrastinate um you know how do you see that like obviously there's things that you're doing i'm gonna uh, just shoot a few um examples here quickly like you fill your day with um low priority tasks or you would maybe start a high priority task and then as soon as you finish that you'll go and make a coffee or another good example about that high priority task and then doing something else would be someone that goes to the gym that trying to lose weight's the main goal and then when they finished going to the gym maybe they had a good workout um, they would go and eat a piece of cake and then ruin all their hard work and actually add on calories in, in, in that sense. Or you would be, I'm not in a mood right now, so I'll wait for the right time to tackle that task and stuff like that. And that's that's things that you're doing in trying to postpone something or not getting onto it. So obviously working out why you're procrastinating is, is quite a 
um, a difficult task to do. Like we mentioned about that meeting about yourself and to-do list and stuff like that. You have to kind of keep yourself accountable, but it's not as easy as just that. You know, procrastination goes a little bit deeper than just postponing things. Like it could be that you're a perfectionist and that's why you're postponing things or procrastinating. Like um, I've heard numerous stories of people that would be perfectionists um, in varsity or university and they would then just postpone the task that they're supposed to or the, the, the project that they need to hand in because it's just not right yet. And then it would fail that grade actually because they didn't hand it in because it wasn't perfect. So they procrastinated in such a sense that their perfectionism led to actually them suffering and having a horrible time. And then it even goes a level deeper than that. Like people with ADHD, OCD, anxiety, depression is also procrastination is, is like uh, associated with a, with that, but on a deeper level. So it's it could be uh, like a serious issue um, if you are procrastinating. Um, so it would be useful for you to have someone check up on you. Um, in that sense, you need to be able to like forgive yourself and commit to tasks and, you know, put out little rewards for yourself and celebrate the like the small victories. That's like really important. Um, not by go eating a piece of cake after you just had a good workout session, but, you know, you, <laughs> you understand what I'm trying to get at. Um, yeah, no, you have to do that. Um, I think I was, it was like, especially as, as you start to get older, um and your priorities change along the way i think for me that stands out that you know it's gonna happen uh, as you grow as you progress yeah. through life your priorities do reshuffle at times and a lot of people myself included gets to a stage where you're not quite because sh- you have things that are equally important to you and you're not quite sure which ones to put first because all of them are, are important for you but you now end up procrastinating for a long time because you can't get to the point of but which one do i do and then you just never get to actually there's too many decisions to make there's too many decisions to make and then you never get to it's like okay you know what that's important and this is important one two three is important but which one do i do because i want to do all of them but maybe i don't have enough time to do all three of them and then you're like no but if i can't do all three i don't want to do that one but i want to do you know and eventually you don't realize it but time passes and a long time mm. passes and people are like ah hey, you haven't started that thing yet you haven't done this you haven't and you're like yeah oh shit you're actually right i haven't started that yet what the hell and then you even surprise sometimes with yourself you're like i can't believe i haven't done that yet and you're just like oh it's already been six months how is this thing that's so important to me i haven't done it in six months so yeah, that's basically like the cues of of procrastinating, eh? Yeah, definitely. Like, it I mean like it's maybe the time of day, your emotional state, um, maybe too many decisions, maybe too many tasks, and then you like you sort of become like yeah, you get stuck. Yeah, you get overwhelmed. You know, it's just too many things. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely another thing that stands out is how we react to when we're in overwhelming situations. And I wouldn't be, well, I'm not surprised that that is uh, almost sort of like a trigger to the start of procrastinating is getting overwhelmed with too many decisions, too many priorities that's now all of a sudden uh, rocked up in your life and now you're struggling, which is a good cue for you to maybe get some help for someone to help you out and say, you know what, 
okay, let's look at your goals. Let's try and prioritize in terms of what you need to be doing uh, for your own personal uh, health and whatever uh, regarding your family and, and work and all that. And let's balance it out nicely. Yeah, like you, a life coach or a tutor or, or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a life coach. Um, Go to a psychologist and, you know, get some help there. You can contact us. <laughs> oh, just get a friend to keep you to keep you accountable in a, in a positive uh, sense, you know? Yeah, get a second opinion. Get a few, you know, talk to a few people about the same thing. You gather some notes about what all, they are all saying. And if you see there's a similarity between a lot of things about, you know, well, this person is saying A, this person is saying A. So I've spoken to 20 people and all of them are saying yeah. this same thing. So, you know what, maybe I must look at that. And that's a good way to start. And then if you don't feel, you know, like you're trusting your friends enough with this sort of stuff because it's too important, then, like you said, talk to a life coach, go see a psychologist, whoever that you feel is qualified enough and get it going but definitely starts with yourself realizing it and, and definitely when someone else comes and says you know what what happened to this what happened to that maybe you should start thinking about okay you know procrastination yeah thinking back 10 years ago you know you uh were still in the music scene and uh when you were telling me about a song that you're busy creating or um, working on once I started asking you about the progress of that, did that give you more motivation to to get it finished or you know, mastered and stuff in a, in a sense that it's listenable to to external people or to an audience? Yeah, I mean, support goes uh, all the way through your whole life, no matter what it is, uh, no matter in which environment you are, support is always going to be positive and it's always going to be motivating and it's definitely important to, like you said, keep someone accountable uh, for those things in that sort of way uh, for it to be motivating. Um, because obviously you don't want to start pushing someone like that in a way that it becomes demotivating. But I don't, it's, you know, it should be really hard to actually get it to that point. Yeah, I know definitely support is always going to be important to, to get someone to maybe not procrastinate as much, to help them get out of that zone. Or maybe you do it for two weeks and then yeah, you get them out of that. So sometimes you just need that little bit of a shove from someone um, to get you back on track, uh, which yeah, friends, family, whoever, it's always a good thing to have those people around that can do that. Eventually, um, you would still have to end up doing it yourself eventually. Because, I mean, they can only have someone remind you all the time. But if you don't do it, you can still end up, uh, let's not rule it out. You can still end up not doing something even if people motivate you all the time. But then you have to maybe ask yourself, are you then kind of lingering towards uh, laziness? Or are you actually, in fact, really procrastinating? But then that's, you know, definition you'll figure out on your own. Let's go on the general rule that, yes, having people around all the time that support and motivate you will most probably get you out of procrastinating. So now we've got the support and accountability, but now we need to get to the point where we become responsible for that negative uh, impact that our procrastination has had on ourselves and others. So, and obviously try and make it right. So yeah, make a list maybe of the people that, that your procrastination has really impacted in a negative way. 
Yeah, so I mean, it doesn't always have to be significant impact. It can have an emotional impact as well. So procrastinating for a long time, taking someone out for a movie and dinner, and then eventually not following through on that can hurt someone's feelings. So it doesn't always have to be big consequences. You understand? So you you can do that uh, in any small act. Procrastination can be small things as well. So, of course, I've had many... Um, examples of putting things off and eventually hurting someone else's feelings or something like that so and i think we can all we can all get to a point where we're somewhere along the line we've procrastinated something where it's it's impacted someone either in a small way or in a big way you're like maybe having to send someone uh, just well wishes because they went into for an operation or they have a birthday or something like that and like no I'll, I'll send them a message maybe when i take a tea break and then your tea break comes yeah, and, and then, then eventually you'd never do it and you never do it and now you forgot that special event or important thing in their life and that's going to have a negative impact on your relationship with whether family member or friend so now you need to try and Something like that, or maybe even worse, well, each and everyone's life is different, but you have to try and take some corrective action, you know, like just saying sorry that you didn't commit or, you, yeah. Yeah, and again, if you do that a lot, it can become a bad habit which someone else would be able to identify. And so, look, you're doing this a lot. You have a bad habit of forgetting these type of things, but eventually… It's not necessarily forgetting. It's 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 You're postponing it so much that… But yeah, you have to take the responsibility, apologize for that, and take corrective action. That's and committing to a better future because, yeah, and discipline because you have to. It, it takes courage and discipline to actually commit to do better in the future because it doesn't help. You just don't take any actions to try and get better, and then you need to. Yeah, or, or if in a long time, it, if if it happens, then you just have to look at yourself and say, you know what, maybe you're just a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> so the last um, few steps in fighting your procrastination would be to maintain uh, not maintain would be the maintenance phase and like you're going to monitor your behavior like we've said before and you want to align with your values because your values is what's giving your life purpose and we've seen that that connects with the intrinsic motivation, which is the best kind of motivation that you can get because it's journey-based and not end goal-based. And it is more part of who you are uh, instead of external factors and goals and stresses that's, that's pushing you forward or trying to motivate you. So... Yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. I want to thank you guys so much for joining uh, Jan and I today. And uh, we hope you guys uh, learned something interesting today that you can uh, go apply and work on that skill and maybe try and see in which area of your life right now uh, do you need to prioritize and create a list and where exactly is the procrastination happening in fact if it is and what you can do about it to get yourself out of that and actually start getting things done and just also just be you know be aware that don't worry you're not lazy as of yet and then of course just getting uh, speaking to some people and finding out what they you know just listen to a few opinions 
and try and see where you can get the necessary help to get you out of uh, that some would call a comfort zone and just uh, start actually doing things that you really would like to do because that's the reason why you plan it in the first place. Yeah, get that accountability partner that can keep you on your toes. And um, in terms of breaking uh, overwhelming task up into bite-sized pieces, it's like the thing that they say, how do you eat an elephant is one bite at a time. And that would be the, the, the way to go forward. Like if you need to reorder your desk or rearrange something, just if there's a uh, hundred books on your desk, take one book, put it in its place. And then it's going to be easier to take the next book and the next book. But just put the main goal for yourself and just moving that one thing or achieving that one small thing and the next thing will come a little bit easier and you'll start getting into momentum yeah cool thank you guys so much we hope you guys have a good time cheers peace thanks guys cheers